Hi, woman. Hi, woman. Have you watched Real Housewives? Have you watched Real Housewives? I did. Off Potomac. Oh my gosh. Yay! I have a new season to talk about. My best friend's on there. I'm so excited. Like on Dam. I know. And she and looks so good. She looks, she looks so good. Like 59. I think she's like 58 or about to be 59 in that season. She said she's 59 on the show. I don't know. I feel like she can do no wrong. And I just feel like I will stick beside her, you know, through thick and thins. I don't know. Is that? A- we'll see what we'll see what the season has and we'll replay her. We're going to replay your, your quote. If something happens, if something takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. No, 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 no. But the thing is, I mean, you know, I'm super loyal, so it doesn't matter. First of all, I can't believe we're doing this. Uh, we talked about it. We joked about it. Um, but I did finally not happening. see the light of day. So it's finally it's- happening. I want to say it is, it is really your push. It is your push. We've been talking and talking. And then in Greece, you were like, all right, when are we doing this? So I am for sure. I, I, I you am. Kept, you I'm kept us good. on track. I'm like a good bully, you know? Like, I can't <laughs> do good stuff but I like push them to do the good stuff that we need to do so introduction do you want to start sure so my name is Dima also known as woman and I am new to the housewives world I only started watching during COVID Tressie had been watching in college my sister had been watching since the beginning I was kind of like the only one out and during COVID I was like well there's nothing else to do let me just start watching so I am a newbie to the housewives, but I took the deepest dive Caught into up this basically. franchise. Caught right up. Every single, do you watch, you watch every single um, city now, right? Sure do. Yeah. Besides New York. I'm not sure what's happening. No. I watch New York. New York? Okay, good, good, good. I, I watched New York the season that Leah came on. So only like two seasons ago. And um, then this last season when Ebony came on, um, I think me, like the rest of the world, stopped watching. <laughs> we really did not watch. I, but Sonia's my girl. Sonia's my girl. I love Sonia. Um, yeah. So, okay. So I guess me. So my name is Tressie, also known as Woman. <laughs> um, apparently, we call each other Woman. And yeah. How did that start? I have no idea how that started. Um, I actually was thinking about it today. I'm like, how did we start talking, like calling each other woman? And we are both on each other's phone as woman. Tressie and I were freshman year roommates at UMass and she selected me. There are a couple of (laughs) Yeah, it's the UMass. The best one. The best one. So we we were freshman year roommates and then we've become best friends ever since. And I guess somehow it just started, we'd call each other woman. And we have no care in the world. Like, we will, like, post stories on each other, calling each other woman. We are in public yelling out woman. I think one time I had, like, an out-of-body experience, and I was like, <laughs> strangers are really hearing us. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> like, we're, like, saying woman. And we don't hear. And I don't know. It's just fit. So, um. That's your name. It's your yeah, name. That is our name. We, we both have the same name, and it's woman. Um, and we both like don't like drama. Like we've been friends for a long time and we don't really create drama between us, but we just watch. 
exciting to watch, you know? <laughs> which is why we've indulged, we've, you know, indulged into the world of housewives because it's like, it's the best drama to watch. So true. And after we watch the drama, we can't get enough of it. And each of us have our podcasts, our YouTube video people that we're just watching to like get more housewives content and Twitter. We talk. Twitter, we're talking about it all the time to each other. And then one day we were like, wait, we would have the best podcast because Tressie and I don't always agree on everything. All of the podcasts that I listen to, the two people are agreeing with each other the whole time. And Tressie and I will come at each other. Oh my gosh, that is very true. I didn't even think about it that way. But you are right. We do not agree with each other on a lot of people. So, like I said, this is a bit of an introduction about us. Um, and now we are both so excited about Potomac. Potomac! And Dima actually met Karen. I did. I met the Grand Dame at my sister's bachelorette party in New York City. And she was the sweetest person ever. She was with Raven. Raven took a couple pictures of us. Oh um, she was oh just amazing. Ugh, like I would have loved, love, love, love to see her. I don't know. She's I really gorgeous. like her. Yeah, I, I imagine. And she looks so good. Have you seen mm-hmm. her? Have you seen her in this first episode? She looks uh, great. She's that little- first episode, that first episode was a couple months before I met her. Oh, okay. Okay. It was, yeah. it was turning springtime and I met her in May. Oh, nice. Dude, she was probably like, uh, no, 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 she- was, no. Because you met her this year, right? So then this would have been last year. Yeah, it's always like they always like I think they always like start um a year like before. 21? Yeah, this will yeah, it was probably like it was probably tape 2021. So it's okay. But either way, she still looks good, right? She looks great. She looks amazing. Okay. So yeah, me and Dima, like we're both excited about Potomac. Um, as she started watching Potomac, um, she realized how amazing it is, and I'm just so happy she did. So now we can talk about it with you guys and, you know, just share our thoughts. So get into it. <laughs> so did you watch Housewives? Yes, I did. Did you? I did. All right. So let's get ready. Okay. So how are we going to do this? I have, I have a couple of comments like, we start the episode and then like each scene yes so um you want to have your comments about how the episode started okay let's get into it then all right okay how do you feel you know like first like little like scene first little nuggets of the season I think I think like as it just started like before I press play I just felt like this could be a mix of this being our first podcast or like also just excitement about the new season but I felt a little bit anxious I felt about a little bit nervous I was like how am I gonna make sure that I like capture like the amazingness of Potomac in my own notes um and I was very proud of myself I avoided spoilers and comments but what I did see is that this episode was packed with a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. and it definitely did not disappoint I feel I feel the same. I feel the same for me. I was anxious, but you know why? Because um, I have a report due for work, but I was like, <laughs> I'm 
podcast today and this is very important and I don't have enough time. So I'm stressed out because now tomorrow I have to quickly finish my report. But um, that was where my anxiety was coming from because I was like, okay. you know, I choose work or a Potomac, work or Potomac. Okay. Sponsors, if you want to sponsor us, we're here for you. <laughs> but yeah, so I actually was really excited about this. Um, I think the scenery is really pretty. Like spring is like one of my favorite. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What's so funny? We're getting into the details of the scenery. <laughs> DC in the spring is perfect though. I mean it was beautiful and that's why like the first scene I called it cherry blossom tree because we're gonna talk about that them sitting under those you know that tree it was really beautiful but you know True. one thing about Potomac I realized like obviously like Potomac is so different than Atlanta and I realized that one part of it is because like their beginning scenes they have like go-go dancing uh, like go-go sound which is um which is a specific sound to like the DC area. Oh. Um, and like, so I was just like, oh, like you, you can now start noticing like the different productions um, into like the different cities. But, but yeah, I, I went a little bit deep with it, but yeah, true, true. But I got excited. I got excited. It was pretty. And we're going to start with like, let's recap the first scene. Well, wasn't, wasn't the first scene like the trailer? When I was watching, I was like writing my notes and I was like, oh, like, I love this. Charisse is here, everything. And then I was like, isn't this the trailer that they already put out? I think they're just giving you like a recap of what's going to happen the whole season, which is uh, which is very exciting. So, yeah, I, I love first, seeing like, Charisse. Again. You of the season is crazy. That's literally what I wrote for my first thought. But the first scene is um, Karen and Giselle walking together. Um, for this picnic under the cherry blossom tree. So do you want to do a recap? Sure. I have written that Giselle and Karen are the best frenemies in the world. I said the same thing. And I was they like, they're perfection. I was like, it surprises me how like Adam and Giselle, like how they're like frenemies, but they're able to like get at it and move on. Like all the housewives should use them as an example. Like they all need to learn. Giselle has done so much to Karen and Karen has said so many harsh words to Giselle over the years. And I'm like, this is insane. It's like they, under they understand the assignment. They understand the assignment. Yeah. But I love That's it. I love it. I, I, like, it's like, you don't really want people to keep fighting all the time. You know, it's just get exhausting. I know my goodness. They're like the worse they're like the black sheep right now of the housewives i think mm. no i think new york is still the black sheep. <laughs> new york definitely is the black sheep you know what you're right um we're just gonna you know put a pause on that um, okay so so in the dc picnic we have giselle and karen they're having their little picnic ashley darby or maybe robin comes first robin comes first then ashley darby comes they're talking about the divorce um I wrote a comment like oh these are the OGs these are the OGs of Potomac and we love them yeah we love them um so then they start talking about Mia and her age difference and how like Karen Huger knows her age difference between her and Ray but Mia's like I don't know like I don't actually know the calculation now whatever um Robin brings up 
the whole cancer thing with Mia. She's like, what's that about? So that's definitely going to be a big thing. Um, I agreed with the, I wrote, I agree, OG girls. Mia's posting these about maybe having cancer while still going for diagnosis. Um, I agreed with Karen, like social media is not the way to do that. Um, I actually agree with all the girls. Like that's probably not the best approach while you're still like <laughs> not really sure of what's going on, but whatever. And then I, and then I wrote a comment that I realizing that this is only Mia's second season. So it kind of makes sense that she wants to start it off with like a lot of talk and a lot of action. Um, and then I said, I wish Robin's hair wasn't red. <laughs> you know, the thing is to just give a quick, quick recap of that scene. So like definitely love, I don't know how I feel yet about Giselle and Karen. We'll see how it turns out because I just feel like with Giselle, you just never know how she's coming for Karen. Karen, like, you know that she's going to stay civil until Giselle does something and then she's going to hit back. So but what Giselle do? No, like, I just feel like for me, Giselle, like, I don't know. I'm always like, it's always red. Like, it's always like a red alert. Like, it's just like, what is she going to say? What is she going to do? So I'm just saying like, it's nice that they're walking hand in hands, like, in mm. this, but let's see how it goes because we all know certain allegations that's going to be coming up. So true. And it, the end of the episode, it starts to, yeah, you know, because, because like, like, okay, we'll get back to the end. Um, but I thought Robin looks good. Um, I was like, thank God. You know, I think this, like this first scene, I she she has put a lot of effort, like compared to, did you see her last season? Yes, I just wish her hair wasn't red. I mean, very true. Um, I don't like it. She looks very good in blonde, like. Darby looks phenomenal. Ashley looks amazing. And let's get, okay, so. In the scene, right? They they're like, you know, they talk a little bit about like Ashley and Michael getting that divorce. First of all, Ashley is not surprised she's getting a divorce. First of all, is Ashley getting a divorce? First of all, well, that's third of all. Like Ashley, I just I don't know. I just don't know about her because she's like, you know, I'm not drinking anymore. And that like, I guess in the beginning they used to like do like have threesomes in their marriage. And I'm yeah. like. Duh, what do you expect like because now she's like well she doesn't want to do it anymore but I'm like yeah but it's like if the person like want like you guys agreed on something and then it's like you're switching it like I don't know I, I'm not saying like I support it um because whatever but I'm like obviously it's gonna like change the dynamic but also like Ashley I just feel like I just never know what's true and what's not true with like with her and Michael so really yeah like <clears throat> Ashley just is Ashley is very smart and I feel like she's playing very dumb right now like I don't know maybe yeah 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 I agree like when they were when they were asking her like why are you buying a house with him like you shouldn't then she was like no it's like well the LLC and stuff like you know what you're doing though but um I don't know. I, I also commented that um, Robin probably shouldn't be the one to speak up about how to get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. But we're also we're going to get to that later <laughs> in the last scene. Um, Giselle with something and then we're going to because, you know, I've always been suspicious about like um, Robin and Juan getting married and you're like, no, they're going to get married. I'm like, mm, we'll see. So mm-hmm. we're going to get back to that. So with the Mia thing, right, I think I saw that post like oh like 
oh, a while back. I forgot about that post. Yeah, completely. I think it's post like a while back, like maybe like shortly after the reunion um of last season. And it it was confusing. Um, I think for me the only confusing part was like the post and then a picture of her. I don't know. Like obviously, you know, I'm not like super savvy with social media, so I don't want to like make too much judgment, but I'm like. I don't know. It was just like with the picture that she posted and then what she wrote in the post, it just kind of like didn't go along with each other. But but well, I also re- said that she edited what she wrote in the post. She did? Hmm. That's I what just, the girl said. I don't I don't remember what I read, but I just remember when I read it and I was like, oh shoot, she has cancer. That's so sad. I remember thinking she had cancer because it seems like whatever she wrote, it was like, I have cancer. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, but I don't know. Obviously, like, we'll, we'll see how this pans out. But Mia is, she's an interesting character for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. But that was I'll my- keep my comments about Mia when we get to the Mia scene. Okay. And then, so, you know, what I thought was funny was like when Ashley's like, I'm going to buy a house with Michael and then, Karen was like, you will not be house hunting with my ass like, if they're getting a divorce. Like, that is very true. That is very true. I don't know who buys a house together, but I guess they have children with each other, right? So, well, when I, when I, when this was all first happening, my impression was Ashley was saying, like, my budget is on the lower end, his budget's on the higher end. So I thought she was like trying to finesse it so that he buys the house while they're still technically married so that she gets that for when they divorce. But I'm not sure if like she's planning on him living there or not. So on one hand, if that's what Ashley's doing, then good for her, get yours. But on the other hand, if um, not what she's doing, then I don't think that's a good idea, Ashley Derby. You know, personal opinion, I feel like Ashley coming into this marriage, knowing the age differences, knowing like, some of Michael extracurricular activities like (laughs) she's ever been like like in the dark about anything Michael true she knows like who she's dealing with and I felt like she knows that the possibility of divorce is not inevitable and that you know with her prenup prenup she has to wait like five years I think after five years the prenup is no longer valid so it's like I think she's a smart girl and but now it's been eight years yep she listen I just feel like Ashley two kids in those three years so maybe she's, she's waiting calculated. to have the kids yeah I just feel like she's more calculated and I've always thought so she's more calculated than than not so yeah but for her I mean yeah get get it how you can get it how you can you know um but yeah so this scene ended with Karen just inviting everybody to a spring <laughs> spring party when she was singing <laughs> like spring into spring I don't know a spring into spring party a part of me understood what she means though you know like oh no it would have been better if it was like sprint into spring you know like right like moving I figured like spring into spring like you just like come up from the winter spring into spring hmm anyway I don't hate it Karen it's yeah we support it we support it any reason for the girls to party so any other any other comments about that scene? No. I'm excited to see them all together. It was really it was it was a it was a very cute scene. I feel like the scenery was really pretty. Um, 
and you know they talked about different stuff and that's what i'm telling you with potomac it's like just being able to have two different storylines going on at the same time you know um ashley and then mia so that was like a good i think that was a good start mm -hmm. Um, like you said, it was the OGs being together. I didn't even think about them. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. It's really sweet. Yeah, I like that they started with that. Yes, it's nice. We're happy that um, Giselle and Karen are getting along for now. So we'll see how for it now. turns out. Now. So the second scene, uh, it's about Candace and Chris going to their doctor's appointment. Do you want to recap it? Yes, I'll recap it quickly. So um, Candace is thinking about freezing her eggs, actually creating some embryos. Um, they are both very busy. Um, Candace is, you know, I think she has an album out that she's working on. Um, Why is she re-releasing her album? Is it, did she say re-releasing? She said oh. re-releasing. That's very strange. I thought that was weird. Oh, I thought it was like releasing. I know I didn't know it was like a re-release. Oh, Candace, just don't know. Don't know. Just, just stop. <laughs> but the thing is, so she, she if no one buys it, no one buys it. Just <laughs> she has a good. She has a nice voice, though. She's just. She actually. I think she actually is not bad at all. Like she is not as. There's some people that are worse than her and that are more famous. So that's true. I didn't listen though. Um, and then, um, Chris, apparently now, now nobody can come for Chris's neck anymore because he has a job, people. He I is just want to say that Chris Dillard sucks. There's <laughs> nothing specific, but I just never liked him. Oh my God. These are some strong feelings that you have. You I really just don't like him. I don't care for him. Wow. I don't know. I'm indifferent to him, honestly. Like, I don't really, I don't feel so strongly that I don't like him. I'm, I'm very indifferent. See, people, that's why we don't necessarily agree with everything. Um, but I'm just happy he has a job so that people can come, like, and stop coming for him because that's- Candace's mom? You know, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is, like, so toxic. Like, if she was my um, psychiatrist, I would honestly, like, leave after watching her interacting in the show. It's so toxic like no um but so they're talking about freezing their eggs um well candace's eggs i don't know chris doesn't seem that excited about it honestly nope. we just had an argument in front of the doctor which was really awkward and it was regarding like chris's like new you know like work hours now like he'll be done at 1 a.m and stuff like that for me i feel like when you work in hospitality that is that that kind of comes with it you know if your husband is a bartender. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> I said, I said, oh no, Candace's life of waiting for Chris to come home at one in the morning could have been mine from Greece. <laughs> Background for those who know, no, that's it. Yes, that's why I said that exactly. I was like, you know, but, um, but yeah, so I just felt like, um, you know, that's kind of like, them having the argument in front of the doctor it's definitely not stable in their marriage right now because Candace is like you know some days on Wednesday I want to have a child and then on Thursday I want to go on tour so I'm gonna you live the same lifestyle <laughs> I, exactly so I don't know how valid her points or her argument points are or not because I'm like I feel like Candace can be dramatic a little bit like she's like a brat she's like a little brat like oh, I want something give it to me how, how I want it and it doesn't feel mature 
yeah she definitely doesn't feel mature we are she's older than us and we are way mature than her I feel she doesn't like. she doesn't she feels like she's dating Chris she doesn't feel like she's married to Chris I know it doesn't feel like they respect each other I actually wrote that in my note and I was like you know their argument after so after freezing it the doctor asked if she has her lab results they had the little argument in front of the doctor which was awkward for the doctor um and then they kind of like kind of like what they're discussing is like are you for with Chris are you going to be consistent are you going to have some consistent availability for us to be able to proceed with that process because the doctor is like you guys cannot like you know cancel your appointment if you have an appointment because you you know we're going to start this IVF process and then they get into the car and it's just argument like nonstop. I just feel like they don't respect each other for to be like husband and wives. Yeah. Where I said I their relationship them. gives me anxiety. I know. Like, I know sometimes like people fight and then like, you know, a swear word might come out here. But like normal arguments with your significant other shouldn't be like we're all swearing at each other. It's the point that she's swearing at him he's swearing at her and she's like you better not talk to me like that I'm like oh my gosh like you guys need to figure out your marriage before figuring out if you want to bring a kid into this because Mm -hmm. I don't know I just I just feel like that is not a good example for me of what I would want what do you think I agree no I totally agree I felt like they like they don't seem on the same page about having this baby and their relationship like I said it feels like it's very much like still in the early stages of like dating Mm -hmm. and not like a couple years into marriage it doesn't seem Uh, like because remember he has three kids already oh I forgot that yeah he has three kids he has like an older he has an older son I don't know if he's like now 15 or 16 and then he has two younger younger kids yeah, this they they don't they don't give that off. He doesn't give off father vibes. No offense, sorry. I mean, I don't know. And then my last comment while they are driving off is it feels wrong that they're driving a Lexus. What? Like there should there should be like a like a Mercedes or BMW minimum. Yeah, <laughs> come on, this is not Beverly Hills or Dubai. This is it doesn't about. matter. What's wrong with the Lexus? Mom drives a Lexus. They literally drive the same car as my mom. I was like, hmm, I need to get a Lexus soon at some point. That's good, but you're also not on the Real Housewives. <laughs> well, we all know if you're on the Real Housewives, do not drive a Lexus. <laughs> Our diva will judge you very hard. I'm judging. Literally, out of this sports car, but it's like an SUV. One of one of Dima's most important critics from this scene is not the fact that Chris and um and Kenneth are fighting like cats and dogs. It's the fact that they're driving a Lexus. Bothered me last season too. <laughs> oh wow! Like Karen Huger's pulling up in like her like sexy car. Even Giselle's pulling up in her sexy car to the music video, and like Candace is like driving it in her Lexus. Oh, using her own car for her own music video because no, you're not always my favorite i will support you and your Lexus driving Candace. Candace, yeah i don't i don't i don't know like i you know she she bothers me a lot but she has like a very foul mouth like it's just a very she has was, a very foul attitude i, like, I want to wash it with soap yeah and I I would be, do you kiss your mother with that mouth and the truth Probably is does. she does because her mother is as foulish okay any other comments about chris and candace um they need to figure out their life and their marriage 
<laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All right. So, so now we get to Charisse. Robin and Sharice, their lunch. What are your thoughts? Robin, baby, what is you wearing? But I forget what she was wearing. Oh, she was wearing a terrible outfit. Was she? she? Was like, it was like black and white kind of gray. And it was like this like flowy, like dress thing. And then the boots were the same color. And like, it was just a weird outfit. I didn't like Maybe it. Maybe I'm just feeling like now her attitude, like she she's looking like better. Because I think like last year she looked like, you know, like she was depressed. She was over it. True. Like, now she looks like much like better that's why I'm like oh she's just looking good but I don't think I remember this outfit but yeah true let me see what else do I say so they're at lunch Sharice is complimenting her on her hair color and I said Sharice don't lie to her about her hair color (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry Robin Robin made a bold comment by saying that Sharice like pulled everyone together and that maybe Sharice should be the one that's who's that's named the grand dame so I thought that you were like because you know obviously you didn't know all the background you were like what's going on and I'm like the thing is Sharice and Karen's always like it's always been like who's like the bigger the better um and I feel like it could be Sharice in a way because like you know she does have a lot of connection in Potomac but the thing is she's not as likable as Karen Therefore, for me, Karen mm. takes it takes, you know, Karen takes the cake. But I'll um, let you have your own opinion of Sharice as you're gonna like watch her more. Well, I watched her in the first season when I watched the first season. I, I think I watched the first and second season. How did you feel about her? I don't remember. See? But I was happy. I was happy to have her back. Huh? Happy to have her back. You're happy to have her back. She's just so like, mm, I don't know. God, Katie's not back. I hated Katie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, Katie, I she Katie was I don't know, I like Kate. Actually, I like Katie. <laughs> I said we are not on it this time, but guys, yeah. if you could see our faces, which you're not going to, because we're both in like ridiculous outfits, that was not a good look. Also, we're both jet lag, okay? Like and barely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, basically they start talking about like when Robin's getting married. And Robin gets like very noticeably uncomfortable anytime this question is brought up. <laughs> I tell you, she is. I'm telling you this. They have like a business deal. I don't know what it is. These are not two yeah. people who want to get back together as much as they're so beautiful and they are such a beautiful yeah. couple. It's just not. It's it's just not it. They should just well, Robin. Robin. And then so then they start talking about like the prenups and what to do and whatever and. Sharice has an interest. Sharice has like the normal take of like, okay, everybody should get half half. And Robin gives an interesting take. And she's like, why should he take half of my money when I make more? So I thought that was interesting, but maybe, maybe, well, I personally am not against prenups. I think they make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with Robin and Juan, it's like a really unique situation because obviously they were married first already. Like while they were like, he was still becoming successful um like he was like he had like the much clearer like path to success by being in the NBA so like made sense that there's a prenup there but now that he's not really level anymore and now Robin's been on Bravo for years it makes sense that they sign a prenup again and I wonder if that's the reason why she's like um hesitating to get married because she did bring it up with Sharice that you know she's not sure how Juan's gonna take it 
now that like the roles are reversed. And I think that would be the case with like a lot of men that feel like they're like not the breadwinner anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but I think, I think if she doesn't want to have to go away, they should definitely sign a prenup because I don't think their marriage is going to last if they ever get married again. Damn. But I agree with that. I agree with that. <laughs> I know. I agree with that assessment. Um, I, you know, I do agree for him to sign a prenup because she also signed a prenup. Right. And yeah. like, for me, it's like, honestly, as much as like, I wish my views on love and, you know, romance and like what we watch when we were kids was real. This is not real life. The truth is people do break up and, you know, things happen. It's like yeah. literally like every year that you successfully make it into your marriage. I'm not married yet. But this is how I feel. Like, it's almost like, like, okay, great. Like we're a step, you know, like, like we're in the right direction because things can change at any time, at any point. So I, I, I am, if I like, if I meet somebody who's like super rich <clears throat> and they're like, we're going to get married, I will sign a prenup. I would sign a prenup if, even if you're not super rich. Yeah. I feel like I may want to have a prenup for myself. Like you just, just never like, know. <clears throat> and, and prenups, like the difference is that prenups are like, you can make them whatever you want. Like it's actually like it's like the opposite of what's for children. Apparently, you just can't have children in it. You cannot have children. Like, yeah. But like the alternative is just that, like it's an automatic split down the half. Like that, that might not be equal to even the person that's benefiting from it. So, like, you might as well write the prenup and like specify things that you want specified. Okay, like just a quick side note, right? So let's say you you have a house, right? Before you meet somebody and get married. Mm-hmm. After you meet that person and you guys get married, are you going to add that person's name? And then obviously, like, let's say he's living in your house. Are you going to add him? Are you going to add him to your house? His name to your house? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe we buy a new house together and we sell that house. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have a house, so I don't have that problem to deal with. <laughs> I mean, we all know how I like. For the people. record, we're both single. Yes. <laughs> Is there any eligible bachelors listening to our podcast on Housewives? Um, I don't know if there are many of them who would listen to Housewives. I probably wouldn't be interested in you if you're listening to our <laughs> Damn, you know what? Maybe they're just like... Unless I sent it to you. If I sent it to you, that's different. <laughs> listen, we need... Double any- across the Real Housewives we podcast. We need listen- more. Okay, any listener, we need you. If you're like a sexy, um, handsome bachelor um, and you just happen to like housewives and you just listen to us, um, yeah. Guilty pleasure, true. It could be a guilty pleasure, like a COVID activity like me, true. Um, Okay, so last thought on um, Robin and Cherise. What I said is, Robin and Juan, I'm telling you to just let each other go. I know, that's sad though. Something is not right. And um, yes, so now we're moving to Mia and her family brunch. So honestly, before we even get into Mia, I made a comment that's like, "Where is Wendy? Is she even in this season?" (laughs) (laughs) I have left that girl out. Doing my girl wrong, but you know what? Like she was doing so. Wendy, I think she just came in too hot. The last um, for the reunion she like 30 minutes to put her into the episode 
she could she could have i don't know man they're trying to we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see but she she's in there beat her she did she's not the didn't next, like show her house she's in the next thing we gotta talk about that because i'm like mm. all right so me and family brunch me i moved to potomac um they're renting um her and g stupid her house is beautiful though yeah, but why are you spending $65,000 to renovate a house that you're renting? That is very, I feel like, rich people problem that we don't I f- I feel like that's fake rich people problems. I feel like Mia and G are going to be, like, the next. Or, like, something like that. I feel like, I feel like there's question marks about going it. Because they own, like, different massage parlors and apparently. Here, you don't make that much money from a massage parlor. No, is it massage chiropractor? No, yeah, chiropractor. So apparently, there's something going on where someone in their business went to the board to remove ownership or something like that. Like I don't have all the details, but I'll do some research and come back for next time so we can discuss it. It seems like an absurd amount of money. Um, so Dima does not approve of sixty-five thousand um, renovation on a rental house. Okay, on a rental. If you own that house, go crazy. No, that actually. You know what? That's actually very true. This is like very insane. It's like like you're renting the house for ten thousand dollars a month. Why are you putting sixty-five thousand dollars into it? Oh my gosh, like that's very true. I um, feel like I feel like Mia is like, like wants to like show oh yeah, off everything for sure, for sure. Because like first season, her first season, last season, that's the one thing I didn't like about her. The way she came out and like super braggy, like. Obviously, about like, how much money she makes. Show, you know, but she was like, I make $400,000. I was like, girl, $400,000 is not even that much for rich people. Like, what are you talking about? No, it's not. It's not. Don't drive up here in your Lexus. I know that you don't, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> you know what was funny? Once they showed her house, they also quickly showed like, um, uh, like like Karen's like house in Potomac, but she's also renting and it was not as pretty. Karen's renting her house? Yeah, she left. So she had a house in Potomac. They sold it. I don't know. I feel like maybe they just had some financial issues. Which I mean, it's is only them two now. Okay. Like, like during that season when her and Ray decided to sell the house, like, obviously, Giselle was, like, very, like, you know, coming out her very harshly and stuff like that. And my whole thought process was, like, so what? People have financial issues all the time. Like, of course, like, if they have a big house and there were certain bills, like, that, you know, that came out of nowhere or whatever, that they have to pay, they're like, we're just going to sell the house and move out. Like, I feel like they crucified her for that. And I just felt like, okay, like, people have issues all the time. Like, also, she doesn't need to tell you exactly, like, if we're married and we have financial issues, I'm gonna need to tell my friend about that. Like, no, especially if telling my friend is gonna tell the whole world. Very true. Very true. So, so they had a house. It was huge. They sold it, then moved out of Potomac, but then came back to Potomac, and now they're renting. I don't know. I just don't see that being a bad. Like to me, I don't care because That's they not- have a house. You know, so every half the people in Salt Lake City are renting their houses. That's a very true, Jen Shaw. Well, Jen Shaw's. An exception <laughs> to every rule, but like Meredith was renting. I think yeah. Lisa Barlow was renting. I don't think Lisa Barlow is renting because then she, her whole argument with Meredith was the fact that Meredith was renting a porta house or something. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. See, oh, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do Salt Lake? We have to. We have to, and it's still early for Salt Lake. Okay, we're gonna do Salt Lake. But let me quickly recap. So then, like Mia had a family brunch, had her, all her family coming over. 
her mom, you know, her mom, she's had a very tumultuous relationship with her mom. And one thing that I caught about that, remember when her mom said, you still haven't heard anything yet? And then she yeah. said, four. listen, she said four as if like she did. She didn't know what her mom was talking about. I caught that. If you have this huge disease that you guys are trying to figure out, isn't that at the forefront First of, of all? She went, she went like in huge quotations. She was like, it's this disease. And I was like, why are you, why are you quotationing your disease? Okay. We both have some science background. Um, do you understand what's going on with her? How she explained it? She, cause she said she had some lumps they found yeah. in different parts of her body and I don't fully understand. My understanding is that she found lumps. She went to her doctor and she was like, I have lumps. And the doctor was like, okay, we're going to biopsy. And at the point that the doctor was like, okay, we're going to biopsy. That's when I think that's when she posted. And she was like, they're going to biopsy because I might have cancer. But like, that is so premature. Everybody gets lumps that they're like, oh, like I have like a mole on my skin. Can you biopsy it? Hmm. But like, I wouldn't jump to like, world of millions of people who follow me off the off the first season I have on this like hit show I have cancer while they're still while they're still making decisions for casting into season two because I don't oh hmm interesting point see I don't give you enough credit my mind should not even go there you think that would be such a shit but why there would be no need woman because like it's not like she was doing bad in her first season she was I didn't doing- like her huh I, I, if, if they didn't bring Mia back I would not have minded I would no, no it's not like you, no 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 it's not about whether you like it or you know like I mean Beverly Hills a lot of people hate Lisa Rena, but they still bring her like it's like if the person is bringing something into the show like making you know like starting drama or like the thing is with but me, she couldn't she couldn't even do it right. She was like quoting things wrong and Giselle was eating her up. Giselle was like, that's not what anybody said. Hmm. But I think the thing is she did bring a lot of drama though. I I think they would have been fine without her. That's my point. Interesting. You know, that's some fair point. Um, to quickly recap, so yeah, so when her mom asked her if she was okay, she said four, and I thought that was weird. Um, because it's like if you're battling this huge disease as you said in air quote like you should be having that at the forefront of your mind and like should just be able to understand what people are referring to um Mm -hmm. so yeah and then Karen and Ray showed up um they look so good together I really love Karen and Ray um and Karen has lifted her boobs Tiff and Fee Tiff and Fi that's their name yeah but why um you know sometimes it starts saggling oh the the name do no, not no why'd you get a boob lift i guess like, that. Get, like, like, as as I turned 59 30. years old so yeah so then um mia had that monkey voice that she made which oh my god i literally wrote mia wtf <laughs> <laughs> why did that come up and why did you like that i, I feel that. like i like i feel like i like like lost attention for a second and all of a sudden I like came to and there was this like weird sound on my TV. I was like, what is that? Why did she start doing that though? Apparently her sister said that she's really great at making doing monkey voices and she just did that. So yeah, it was pretty great. Overall, what I said is I don't necessarily like Mia as much, but I like Mia for the show. 
Um, I do like the evil in me kind of wants her and Giselle to feud because I feel like that would be an interesting thing for me to watch. I, Just because I don't even where we come for her because she has been so mean for so many seasons and. I feel like she's like a producer's pet and they protect her. And I just want her to understand that you cannot screw with people's life like that. And I just, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want Karen, um, whoa, Karen. I am, <laughs> I wouldn't want Karen because like, I love her. I wouldn't want her to go against Giselle like that, but I want somebody I don't care much for to go against Giselle. Candace. I don't think, I don't think Mia like stands level as Giselle for her to go for her the last the last episode she it gives me but it gives me like it gives me like Kenya Sonia vibes where Sonia's trying to come for Kenya and Kenya's like hold on (laughs) Kenya and Sonia from real Jamaica in Jamaica I don't remember that when uh when Sonia was like oh no Kenya like you said these things and she's like okay what did I say and Sonia was like, okay, hold on. I need a second to remember. <laughs> well, Sonia's just wouldn't stand a chance with nobody. She's just always drunk. But honestly, woman, I think you underestimate. Um, no, not Sonia Morgan. Which Sonia? Sonia, the new one, the Jamaican oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, she cannot hold her own. Oh, Sonia no. Morgan can hold her own. Mia can. Mia can. Mia can. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. I think she literally can give it right back to you. The thing is, last season, she was a liar. We don't know how she's going to... Well, that's the thing. She's not credible. So, but I think she can come. If you if you come for her, like, I mean, the last scene, she did come for Giselle. And I was like, woof. And everybody stayed quiet. So, all right. So, we're done with this scene. We're going to talk I'm not. About- I'm not done. What, what do you have in mind? Um, so, Karen and Mia have their one-on-one. And they're talking about, like, why did um Mia post it on social media like Karen's asking her why and then she starts talking about like her friend Jacqueline and stuff and then I said that your friend sucks Mia you don't need to put everything on social media just for the highlight reel oh my god yeah and then and then I said woman I will never tell my husband that he can marry you (laughs) (laughs) woman I would never marry your husband (laughs) thank you (laughs) Even if we meet them on this podcast. If 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 like one of my friends did marry my husband and I was dead, I would come back and I would haunt you. So yeah, when she was just like, you can marry Gina, I was like, in the last scene, right? When they came to Karen's party, and we'll talk about that. And because I wrote a note about it. And G kissed her friend, but he kissed her neck. I didn't see that. Yeah, I was like, I made a note about it. I was like, uh the friend the friend that the friend that said that she could marry her yes I said I wrote something about that and I was like G kissing me a friend on the neck is weird to me Mm, a bit too close well that friend that friend they put her in quotation marks as being Mia's quotation best friend did you notice that no oh my god I I started paying attention I started paying attention to their um to their labels after every time they write about Juan, they write Robin's ex-husband <laughs> slash fiance. And I love it. I die every time. That is so true, but that is what he is. 
That oh is my gosh. Okay, so a very interesting statement here. All right, next scene is Wendy and Peter Thomas. Um, Dude, I literally wrote Wendy finally. <laughs> do you want to recap or do you want me to recap? Because I can do a quick, like, quick, quick. I can do a recap because I also have some questions. Okay. I said Peter. Oh, yes. Atlanta Peter. I want to give you some background. Yes, Atlanta Peter. Cynthia's husband? Ex-husband, yep. What are you doing here? <laughs> Who knows? So um, in Atlanta, we called him Patricia because he liked to get into women's business. <laughs> I feel like being in the housewives was one of the biggest, you know, like thing for him in terms of like people recognizing him. So yeah, he is very recognizable. He would jump at any opportunity, obviously, like to be on another one. Um, he, had a, he had a busy few months because he came to Sheree's, um fashion show too. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, that's Atlanta. So that, that, that makes sense. He's popping um, back up. Yeah, yeah. But he has a lot, he owns a lot of bars and stuff. So I'll let you do the recap. But yeah, yeah Wendy so Thomas, a very weird lunch because I'm like, not like weird, but I was like, what's going on? This is all I felt it was weird. Yeah. It was weird that that was like our first introduction to Wendy this season. I know. I'm like, Wendy, is that going to be your storyline? Ugh. Anyway, so I think it's going to be a big thing with her and Eddie. So basically, yeah. So Wendy is having lunch with Peter from Atlanta and she wants to like create this lounge. That's like, like, I think like a Nigerian, like vibe music lounge place with like drinks and stuff. And then she's like, Oh, I want to put some books in there. Huh? Which I would go to. Which I would go to. No, I said, which I would go to. Cause I love, oh. I love Afro beats and stuff. Yeah. But would you go and read? <laughs> No, I was like, kind of very weird. Yeah, she wants to do a life. Like, Wendy, Wendy, make a coffee shop and put some books in it. <laughs> that is very true. She wants to create a lounge, like a Nigerian type vibe lounge with library books and then with children allowed from two to four into the lounge. This is not a library. <laughs> make a library, Wendy. And then, and then, and then, so she's talking about this like investment. It would be like a, a million and a half. It would take two years to like make a return on the investment. Peter's like giving her a lot of the details. And Wendy's basically like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if like Eddie or, or I think, I think maybe Peter asked her and she was like, I don't really think Eddie would be supportive of this. And I'm like, girl, if Eddie is not going to be in on this, I suggest that you don't continue talking to Peter about this business venture <laughs> with your shared dollars that account to 1.5 million of them. Oh my god! So, that's all I, I had to say about this. Supposed to give like three, I think. So the thing is, he, he said that she would get only 20 percent ownership, which I found yeah low. Yeah, so she gets 20 percent of the 25 percent uh, return that they get. It's yeah. very low. And it's, I'm just, and then, and wait, then she wait, made it's it only, Wait, it's 20% off of that 25? No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said you'll make back 25% and then she gets 20% of that 25%. I am not a business major, nor am I good with my money, but that did not seem like a good idea. <laughs> okay, first of all, I thought that like he was saying like, you're going to be like, um, we're going to, I'm going to give you 20% ownership. Therefore you have to invest about 300,000, which is why she's like, oh my gosh, I don't know if Eddie's going to agree with that, but I didn't know that she was just- at the end when they were talking about the return on investment, 
That's what oh, he was saying. Because yeah, if she owns, because if she owns twenty percent of it, and they're only making twenty five percent of it back, then she gets twenty percent of whatever they make back, which is twenty five percent of the whole thing. Oh, my thought it is, did, did not seem like a good idea, and it I seemed like she was being shady. It seems like he was being shady. It did seem like he was being shady. Yeah, like he, like basically, she doesn't know enough for him to, and like basically, like he knows enough to know how to take what to take advantage of. But then, but then I'm also like, I'm also like Wendy. You are telling us yourself. You get your kids ready for school. You prepare your lessons for being a professor. You do all of your appearances and your lectures. You have your candle business that I'm not sure anybody bought from. Like, why are you starting this too? I know. Like, why are you doing this? I know. That's literally. I was like like literally when my notes I was like you are all over the place like what like what the what you know like your Wendy what was the reason what is the reason like what why are you doing this and then I just feel like so much potential and I just felt like I just wish she just came correct the first season played neutral and chill in the background unless somebody came for her then she you know she proceeded to read them but like made sure she created like she built relationship with every single person on the cast and just be that like solid background person and I just I don't know I just uh I mean she did come too too much she's trying too much I don't second season though Giselle did like and that's one thing about Giselle though she always wants to break families and that's what I don't like Giselle like with those rumors like I told you like how I was already in these streets and I heard some stuff like but like there was no need for Giselle to bring it into it like that because it's like Giselle there's so many different stories about you that people could have also brought into it um into Mm -hmm. the show but my point is I was just like I don't know I just wish like she could hire me as a publicist I would coach her differently and like I'm like there's so much you could highlight like I loved how you know she highlighted her culture the first season that was beautiful like focusing on like the relationship between her um husband and his family because obviously they abandoned him. yeah yeah very interesting things that she could be working on and we would all be drawn to her but now you're trying to create a lounge library daycare bar (laughs) wow anyways my point is wendy i love your family what are you doing you're all over Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree why are you doing this i don't know um me neither so now we jump into ashley and her family dinner i actually really like ashley's uncle um i feel like he's always been the voice of reason Mm mm-hmm you know, I just don't believe Ashley. So basically, Ashley just get to her uncle's house um, with her babies and her mom is there. And her babies who look exactly like Michael Darby. <laughs> they like little- with hair. The one of them has hair. The first one, Def Dean, looks um, like a mixture of both. But the second one, I forgot his name. He looks exactly like Michael. Like he's like a mini little Dylan. Dylan. But they're so cute, though. They're so they're cute. Very cute. And um, obviously they're sitting at the table and then Ashley's basically telling her family this weird thing that she's doing with Michael Darby as they're getting divorced, which is buying a house together. The house without gonna- a lawyer. She doesn't have a lawyer. They're gonna sat they're gonna sit down and Michael's gonna write a proposal. And the uncle is like, What kind of life are you living right now? This is BS. And I agree thoroughly. And I'm like, and my thing is, and she's like smiling as she's saying those things. That's why I'm like, I don't believe Ashley. Like, Ashley's just full of yeah. it. She knows what she's doing. 
But um, I don't know what what's her what's her strategy because like like I'm I'm saying like why is it why are you letting Michael write all of this stuff? How do you not know that you need a lawyer, especially when it's something big like this? She wouldn't get as much. Like she probably wouldn't get. I feel like she probably feel like she wouldn't get as much if she gets a lawyer or like she's gonna have to get lawyer fees and literally he's, he's gonna take advantage of her I, yeah but i don't trust me ashley is not gonna let herself be taken advantage of she knows exactly what she's doing woman like so the thing is right her but why would you let him have that power so that she can get what she wants she's just playing a game right so by by her pretending that like so by them buying a house together she can buy a bigger house the thing is ashley has been taking care of like ashley hasn't had to taking to take care of herself at all since she met since she met michael got married to michael at some point ashley had to basically beg michael so that she could give her mom's money so that's already telling you how like Michael has had control over everything. And maybe she was just like happy to be taken care of. We also have to understand that it's not like Ashley grew up being like super financially comfortable and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. We I don't, don't know. know what strategy is, but there is one. But she like, I get that. Like she didn't grow up with like money and stuff. That's fine. But like, like now she's at the point she has her own career that career is being like a celebrity which is fine you don't need you don't need to put yourself in a position where he can control you with his money anymore i don't like you have you have two kids i think she sees it as like getting what she wants financially because it's like if i want to get to get a lawyer and get your prenup and get whatever you need in your divorce hmm, i don't know i just feel like there's just something at play and we just don't know what it is i just well, I feel like being smart about it all i know is that let's not feel bad for ashley because this girl knows exactly what she's doing i think she's very smart and we as long as she knows what she's doing and she's finessing him that's fine but i think she's just playing us the public that's what i feel like it's happening like she's just pretending and like playing dumb with us but she's not so Anyways, that was like the gist of the scene. I was just like, I'm tired of Ashley and just Michael, honestly. I said I really love her with this blowout. She looks so pretty, though. She does look really, really good. That's one thing I'm going to give to her. Um, yeah. Michael's just a control freak, and Michael's very cheap, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Michael sucks. Giselle's new house! <laughs> so we see Giselle's house. She loves her house. <laughs> do you love her house no (laughs) (laughs) but it's not my house (laughs) i know we were so sick of that house last year huh it didn't make sense what they were building no doesn't make sense but that's fine it's not my house um so giselle's like hanging out in her room her twins come to hang out with her they're so so cute they're so cute they grew up so much i think i knew them at like nine years old like when they started so pretty they were babies um so giselle's talking about like how sad she's gonna be when she becomes an empty nester and like all of her girls are growing up and stuff like that the twins are shading giselle's wardrobe just like the rest of us um 
And I thought the, I think that's really all that happened in the scene. And then they start, everybody starts getting all of their invitations to Karen's party. And everyone is like so scared of butterflies jumping out of the boxes. <laughs> They're like opening it with like an they get traumatized. Everyone got trauma- traumatized from um, Karen's like last invitation last season where she had butterflies um, for her renewal of like marriage. Like she had butterflies out, like, and some of them were dead. <laughs> I think Giselle's half, dead. Of, them. <laughs> half <laughs> of them. Um, she had tacos, which is weird. The, the girls were like, can you please close the box? It's like kind of smelling. And I'm like, it was real food in there. One thing it I was. said is that Giselle, like I love, like her daughters are literally her best critics. Like they just, which I love. They're so cute. Adore and Angel. So like, and the oldest one too, um, I forgot her name, but she's not only get emotional about her kids. That's like one of the few times, like I actually like her. It's when her weakness. Yeah. Cause you could see in the confessional where she started talking about it and she choked up for a quick second. So I was like, Whoa, that's the only way you can get her. That's that's the only thing that gets Giselle emotional. Go after her kids, people. Um, But but what I like is that no one on the show will oh yes 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 no one on the show will go for children and and I appreciate that so yeah I appreciate that too yeah and I but you know last season where they were like Wendy was looking at her daughter up and down and stuff I did see that look that Wendy did give her daughter it could have Wendy gave whose daughter um Giselle's daughter like a look but it was like kind of like looking at her up and down it could be one of the at the reasonably shady party. Yes, yes, and I don't think Giselle liked that, so I could see that part where either it's either like it's either like Wendy's doing it and she didn't realize it. I don't think she did it purposely. I think she probably like did it and like didn't like and kind of like didn't realize. Giselle it. already doesn't like Wendy anyway. Giselle does not like Wendy, and which is where we're gonna be switching to the last scene, which is Karen and her spring fling party. And so much happened in this part, like in this last scene. And yeah, first of all, Karen, why do you look so good? Um, I said that too. Also, I have to start being quiet because my mom's texting that I'm being too loud recording. We're almost done, people. We're almost, we're both back. And I can see Dima like wanting to die right now and wanting to sleep. No? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. It's just my... I just have big bags under my eyes. That's funny. Um, wait, that's not well. Yeah. I said, okay, Karen, go off with your Airbus bag. She looks so good. She's turning 59. Honestly, the event looks so pretty. It looks so spring. They're Until it thunderstorms. Oh my gosh, yeah, there was a thunderstorm. So um, yeah, Mia's best friend is kind of coming in into this. Quotations, quotations, best friend. And I'm like, hmm, what are we gonna, what do we need to expect with her? Because I feel like there's going to be something about her. If they're showing you that early on in the season, there's Mm -hmm. a, you know, production knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, like Condam and um, Giselle, they're, you know, they just got into the party and, you know, basically like talking to each other about what Ashley is saying and saying like Ashley is definitely lying it doesn't make any sense we all agree um and 
Ashley came in. She looks really good. And obviously, you know, one thing I do like about Potomac is that they are not, they don't shy away from confrontation or shy away from what they say. Like, yeah. You and they'll say behind your back and also like be like yep yeah I, I did tell this person you did they're, that they're straight up talking about ashley and she walks up and they don't hesitate to stop and like yeah we are <laughs> here talking about you and this is what we just they're like great come join us and she takes it she's like okay here here here's what i'm saying um giselle made a faux pas by saying robin is the only name on that house did you see how everyone was like because when they were like nobody who gets a divorce together um is getting buying a house with each other blah 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 and then she was yeah. like robin she's like robin is the only name on that house i'm not buying a house and then when she said that both like karen and um actually were like hmm? like robin is the only name on the house i'm telling you i'm telling you something is off with robin and one i don't know what it is um i don't know yeah I was gonna say maybe they're together for financial security, but in that case, it makes sense that they get married, not that they stay engaged. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think we'll find out a little bit this season. Yeah. So Ashley says she woke up. She's like, she's I don't know. Maybe she's confused about this whole divorce separation thing because this morning she woke up coochie. <laughs> oh my god. Coochie. That was a terrible term. And I'm like, oh lord. Um, and then clarified that she didn't act on it. She did. Yes, she did. No, no. I thought she did. Karen and Giselle said that when you, if you act on it, then you have to restart your separation. She said she didn't. I think. Oh, really? You have to restart your separation. That's strange. I mean, like in terms of like emotionally separating. I think. Oh, oh, I don't think there's any. I said. I said, please never say the words "coochie craving" again, Ashley. No, I was like, ew. And then Ray showed up. I love Ray. And then I had this talk and I was like, maybe I should date older. I don't know. Do we have any older listeners? (laughs) So many chocolate men with a bright white beard. Anyone? (laughs) I mean, it's just a thought, but I just really like Ray. You know, we don't know what it's really like because obviously we know there's some stuff coming up, but. Anyways, and then Candace came with she's wearing this red outfit. I love her hair. great. And then I was like, I need enough edges for these styles. I was like, oh my God. And then obviously Candace is really tired between like her um career as an artist and during IVX. And then did you just see that like Chris had like an attitude with um Giselle? Oh no, I saw Chris walk in with a beer. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because she was like, there are multiple drinks, like, there's this drink, blah, blah, and then he was like, I already have something, and walked away. Why did he, why did he walk in with a beer already? I told you I don't like him. I don't know, something's going on. Um, You know what I did not like was when they're talking about, to Candace, about Ashley and stuff like that, and she made a comment where she'll be like, I would be, I am elated that um Ashley and Michaels are getting a divorce I'm like girl don't be elated about someone's like someone's like divorce I I actually thought that was a good sign that made me be like whoa if if Candace is saying that Ashley is better than Michael Darby then she really must be better than Michael Darby because Candace hates Ashley historically 
I mean, thought I thought it was like I thought it was like we've all seen Michael Darby in action since season one like grabbing people like, yeah but if but if Candace actually truly hated Ashley she'd be like good stay with she your actually really hates husband Michael Darby but for me it's just kind of like like I don't know I just feel like don't put so much it's as if like you hear somebody's getting a divorce and you said you're happy I don't think and you're married I just don't think I think you should just trust just, just well like I think it's different because it seemed like Ashley was happy about it, but not anymore. I don't know what Ashley's feeling. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. Um, As- As- what was the name? Ascala? Ascala? Ascala. Ascala. She came in. She's cute, you know, but she I didn't her. last year. So I don't think they, you know, they're like, okay, whatever. But obviously she knows the girls. Um, yeah, it was just so pretty. Um, Wendy walked in, tried to say hi to Giselle. Giselle that was intense. So hard. I don't I think that was unnecessary. It was great, but it was oh intense. Oh. It was great for TV. It was great for TV, but I was like, whoa. I thought it was just so unnecessary of Giselle. And I was just like, I and I don't think it was because of last year because the thing is at the end of the day Giselle you brought up a rumor about her family nobody's gonna be happy about that anybody's gonna rash you and that's what you do okay this is for you Giselle you always talk about other people's like marriage yeah okay I'm gonna go a little bit deep my thing is it's like you always talk about people's marriage and I feel like you get excited about people's like um like whenever there's something wrong going in people's like relationship and marriage and i don't think you should do that because god is not going to send you a great person anyways i just felt like obviously like you know it's okay for her to have grudges against wendy but i just felt like that was so unnecessary so that was intense i did not i when wendy walked up i was like oh they're actually gonna have like an amicable hello and then she was like, no hugs, don't touch me. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. I just don't think she liked Wendy from the beginning. I think that's what it is. Because if yeah, she probably not. She probably but she didn't but she didn't like Mia from the beginning and she's like kind of nice. Did. She did. She did. She did? She did. Oh, so I just didn't like Mia from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> um I okay, so I said like G kissing Mia's friend because Mia and G didn't just walked into the party and G kissed Mia's friends in the neck. That was weird. Oh. To me. Mia's friend quotation mark. Um, I said, I, yeah. I said um, before we get to Mia, I said Wendy looks great in her confessional in the green with her hair, and Giselle's hair looks terrible in hers. Giselle just looks horrible. Like she's such a beautiful woman, just does not know she how. She really to is such a beautiful person. Um, and then person? what? What? Like person inside out? No, no, outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> outside only. And then I said Mia's wearing that Balenciaga blue look that Kim wore, and then Rena did on the season finale of Beverly Hills. Oh, really? And then I and then I ranked them of who wore it best. Ooh. Oh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I think I obviously, need- obviously, Kim wore best, oh. and then Mia, Mia was next because she fills it out, and then Rina because it was literally falling off of her. It looked terrible. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, Mia walked in. Giselle with her shade. What kind of greeting is that? Cancer? No cancer? Looked like like I know. Look- I wrote. Oh no, Giselle. Like oh, um. One thing about Potomac, they don't shy away from confrontation. They will say it to your face. Um, and they have receipts. Giselle notices everything. Everything. 
I don't know. I didn't write exactly what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) No. But she was like recounting something and it was like very specific. No, Giselle does not recount it properly because she was telling Mia that Karen agreed with her. And Karen did not agree with Giselle. I wrote it specifically. She said, you know, it's different. She didn't say, I agree. When when Giselle was like, true. Why would she post that? Like Karen said, it's different. But she's like, Giselle, I feel like you're judging right now. We should maybe talk to her. Um, true, true, true. Now it's not the route that I would take, but you know, let's not judge her. That's literally what Karen did. So Giselle will recount something to support her be her bad behavior, but what she said about you. <laughs> That's the same thing. Um, but I think Mia came in gun blazing, and you know, she was just like pow pow to Giselle, and that's how it ended. So well, before that, I thought I just want to like make a comment because it was perfect. Robin walks in; they're having like the this big oh, discussion, and and I was like, oh no, Robin, don't get them off track. And then Robin just like stops herself. And she's like, oh sorry, there's like something important happening, and then she stays to watch. What like, did that was perfect. Look? What did you think about her look? When she got out of the car, I liked it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it closer up, I didn't love it. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I but I don't come. I don't come to Potomac for the looks ever. Yeah, if I want looks, I go to Dorit. Usually, my go-to mm-hmm. with her Versace and her everything. So yeah, guys, this is how it ended with. Like- but wait, wait, wait. So so Mia then said lymphoma or she doesn't have lymphoma so she said she was very um emotional because they told her she had lymphoma yeah so at the end of the day she does have cancer no (laughs) mia using cancer diagnosis ever and cancer is that confusing it's one thing we're like shit i got cancer so does she? I don't. I guess we're gonna have to watch the season to find out, and we'll find out by the reunion at this point. I guess. Overall, the way it ended, um, Mia got really mad at Giselle for spreading rumors about whether her post was for her to gain attention or not. Her cancer post. Um, I think that was expected, though, Mia. You shouldn't get mad at that. I. I mean, listen, this is why we watch. We watch for this, exactly all this drama. I think in summary, this is going to be a great season. So many different storyline. And like I said, once again, it's not just focused on one person or one story like Beverly Hills. Um, I think Robin is looking good this season. Giselle still still have to talk about other people. fine that's what i wrote ashley is lying and acting dumb wendy is all over the place mia is i don't know mia and candace is about to explode in her marriage that's literally what i'm getting so far i mean come on you don't talk to your husband that way your husband don't talk to you that way but it seems like their relationship is always like that like what makes us different because now there's this rumor about her husband hitting on um giselle giselle yeah, that's true. So we don't know how that's gonna go, but you know, overall, Potomac came and delivered. Potomac delivered. What is your Potomac uh, delivered. last words, woman? 
I think we're going to be very entertained every week. I don't think there's going to be a lot of filler episodes. Where Do we know where they're going on their trip? I don't know. I don't think we talked about that yet. I think wherever they go, that'll give some good stuff. I'm wondering, Listen, I'm wondering. Like, they have, not, have they gone places that are super exciting in Potomac? I feel like they haven't gone anywhere that's like super memorable to me. I don't think so either. Last last they season they Portugal. went to like Pennsylvania or something. They went to Portugal. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With um, the lingerie party or something. I feel like they need to go somewhere fun, like you know, like somewhere like Caribbean, like like you know, like. Mykonos. I don't think they would have as much fun in Mykonos. You know, all they have to do is get a yacht. Very true, but I do feel like they would have much more fun. Basically, like if they go somewhere more Caribbean vibe. Yeah, yeah, like they should, or something like that. So they should go to Tulum. All right, people. So, um, you know, we are really excited. This is our first, um, this is our first pilot season, um, episode. Um, bear with us. Um, send us your feedback. Just don't be too mean because I know be critical, but know that we're sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and dramatic she said be critical but know that we're sensitive <laughs> we are actually we really are but honestly we're just doing this for the fun of it we love housewives and you know like why not like i think we'll be great um you know so thank you so much for listening um we appreciate your feedback um where did you feedback um you can text us at this point i think (laughs) whoever listens to this i think you're gonna have our numbers (laughs) and uh as we get bigger we'll have more platforms for you to follow us on i just got it wait you you can text us (laughs) like i just understand are you excited for next week's housewives yes i am but yeah Thank you very much, guys, for listening to us. Bye, guys. Bye.